ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, well, some ages, you know what, no ages, turn it <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> I am uh, Sean Hood alongside the returning hey, Mr. Dave Taylor. It feels good to be back. All right, good. Stop feeling yourself. Um, <laughs> and this is Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, kind of <laughs> episode 68.5. Yeah. It's like one of those video game releases that's really not any different than the one you just got. It's a demo version. But you kind of. <laughs> um, it's not a full sequel. It's just kind of a little extra content because somebody, we're not going to point fingers or anything, but somebody got the days wrong. Woo! Woo! Uh, we don't know. It's a mystery. I blame Janice. And uh, my guest on my last on the last episode where we talked about the upcoming Super Showdown pay-per-view, or card, or show, whatever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> funny thing is, uh, funny thing is, there was a whole nother week of wrestling between then and, na- and uh, now, and uh, so I was like, well, you know what, we need to do something, and since Dave's back, let's go ahead and do Dave's thoughts on Super Showdown, um, and let him kind of make his own picks, uh, and that way we can kind of get everybody's opinion, because she will be back, Janice, our HR lady, yeah. <laughs> the only person who cursed <laughs> on last week's episode, by the way. Um, she will be back uh, on next week's episode, episode 69. <laughs> hey. Uh, she'll be back with us. But again, this is Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat FM 99 and the Fox's first and only WWE wrestling podcast. And there are lots of ways you can find us, including FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. Right under the media tab, it says ESPR. You click that, boom. Takes you right to our most recent episode on our SoundCloud, which, by the way, is a major podcast app. And we can be found mm-hmm. on most of your major podcast apps. Just search ESPR. And stay in touch with us. When you listen to the episode, please give us a five-star rating and a review on all platforms, particularly iTunes. Helps us move up the charts. And get more ears on us. And that's that's what we're looking for. And if you want to interact with us, there's lots of ways to do that. I'm going to call you out here. You guys have been slacking on the emails lately. So, Tisk. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see, facebook.com slash ESPR99. On the Twitter, at ESPR99. And email us, ESPR at FM99.com. That easy. Send things to us. We want to hear from you. Come on, baby birds. We want to hear from you. But, uh, you know what? It's, it's funny. We don't really have any news this week. So, it'll be weird to play the sounder. Yeah. Um I I don't I don't know what to play since we don't have news here. It feels uh, weird to not have news. Yeah. Well, well I'll just play it. So the news that's not news. I right. So uh we have no news. So that's it for the news. <laughs> uh go to our Facebook page. Uh, we got yes. some great content. We have some great content on there, uh, especially one thing uh I think Dave shared it uh yeah. previously. An out of rare out of character interview from the Undertaker. It just surprised me because yeah. it's a long interview. Yeah, I mean it's it's thirty minutes. Oh, I watched it. Yeah, for, uh, the Undertaker saying you know. And let me tell you, there's you some know? great stuff in there about um, how like if you if you're looking to be a wrestler or just kind of understanding what Undertaker's viewpoint is of what makes a successful wrestler and how to really hone your craft. Let me tell you, this is something that since he hasn't done interviews in for ever really, this kind of means more than your standard interview because this guy is without a doubt a legend in the wrestling business he'd be on most people's mount rushmore's of wrestling and he's for the really one of the first times in his career opening up out of character about behind the scenes in the business that's crazy so go watch it if you haven't already and it's take about less is more yeah Uh, um you know because okay people like was was it the uh the all-in show and yeah and, and you and I kind of very differently on that because, yeah, it was more of like a wrestling show that there was some spectacle with uh, the guy in the, in the junk right, and the yeah. inflatable whatevers. But, uh, but like, you know, people are like, oh, this is better wrestling than WWE. Okay. But see that there's a whole lot going on there because my always complain about the Young Bucks. There's so much going on. You know, mm-hmm. there's 20 super kicks or whatever. Yeah. 
And then the other way in the WWE, some guys, not some of the NXT guys, but sometimes less is more, where it's more of an entertainment thing. It's not always going to be a five-star match because well, there's me, so much going on. See, here's to me, in, in the NXT, the big difference is like you've got the indie style of wrestling, mm-hmm. and then you've got the WWE style of wrestling. And NXT, to me, is the middle ground. Because in NXT, you're still seeing the crazy athleticism and the ridiculous stuff and whatnot. Yeah. But they're also, I mean, Triple H is running that brand, him and William Regal, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're bringing that WWE style to that indie style. They're not forcing them to do a WWE no. style in that brand. They're, they're kind of, they're taking the best from both, really. I mean, they're, you're getting the, uh, the flashy, high-flying, crazy offense of indie style wrestling, and you're getting the emotion and the storytelling of WWE style wrestling. And so I think that's the best of both worlds right there, whereas, like, we talked about an all-in show or something like that. It's like, I'm sorry, you are missing a little of the storytelling. Yeah. Because, like, The Undertaker said less is more, and you can do these crazy moves, you can do this, that, and the other thing, you know, these crazy spectacles, but it's not really about that. It's about you need to get people to love you or to hate you. Because otherwise, the next day they say, oh, I saw this guy do a crazy flip off of something, and then, but I've seen that now, so now I need to see him do a crazy flip. Plus a you know plus a, a corkscrew whatever. Okay, now I need to see him do it off the top of a building. Okay, now I need to yeah. see him do. It. He's like eventually like you just can't exceed this anymore. Yeah, uh, you, you know I mean the Hardys for some guys did it. Daniel Bryan, but but they were loved because for different yeah. reasons because they they made a connection right with the audience and th- these are why like these guys get over. You and know? I'm not saying that nobody at all in has that kind of connection with the fans or anything like that. I'm just saying that that seems to be. On that card, I didn't get invested in anybody because they didn't make me feel that way for a lot of the matches. Yeah. I'm not going to say every one, but for a lot of them. And, and I think, like, okay, AJ Styles, phenomenal wrestler, and, and a guy who did not have to, I should say, did not have to go to NXT, but didn't go to NXT, we, you know, they learned the WWE style, if you will. But it kind of took a while for him to get going because all the hardcore fans were like, what are you doing? This guy is great. And then now he's putting on, you know, some of the best matches that we've seen anybody put on in the last couple of years. But you know what? It's the WWE style. But it's it's his style. He's he's made it work so well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but again, if you haven't watched the interview, that's just a small bit of it. Go go check it out. It's on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ESPR99. Go check it out. Seriously, uh, great yeah, interview. Uh, Braun Strowman video with his appearance on there. Weird. Yeah. Just weird. <laughs> it was, his dad was a legendary softball player. And, yeah, uh, weird again. <laughs> weird again that his dad would be a softball player. Not that I have anything against softball. It's just not what you look at Braun Strowman and think. Yeah. You're like, oh, his dad must have wrestled bears or, you know, raised dragons or something, not played softball. It was really weird, though, because when they went shopping and then there was a car that blocked their spot and they flipped it over. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was that. <laughs> that there is that. That didn't really happen, but it should have happened. Um, <laughs> in any event. <laughs> so, I mean, again, really not much news. That's kind of yeah. it. Uh, this is... If, if it seems like we're flying through the episode this week, it's just because a little, little less to talk about this week since yeah. I jumped the gun on the Super Showdown show earlier. Yeah. So let's go ahead and uh, you know what? We're going to not usually – we usually take a break here. We're yeah. not going to do it this time. No. We're going to jump right into the week that was and lead into Dave's uh, picks and everything for Super Showdown. Oh, thank you. Um, the first thing I'm going to do, we're just going to get this out of the way right now because Dave didn't get to watch it. Uh, May Young Tournament, round two, has begun. And almost all the matches I wanted to see in round two – we're in this particular episode. You got Tony Storm uh, versus Hiroyu uh, Matsumoto, and that was a really good match. Tony Storm moving on, really fun to watch. Uh, you had that Rhea Ripley defeated Casey Catanzaro in the second round, and Rhea Ripley is returning from the first uh, uh, first May Young Classic with a very different look, edgier style, like just a. Aggra- she's so cool, man, because she's got this swagger and this this unnatural charisma. 
but I saw someone to describe it perfectly. She hits like Bradshaw. Like, she slugs people. Wow. And I love watching it. And she's facing Casey Catanzaro, the, the Ninja Warrior lady. Yeah, yeah. Who's been training for less than a year and is way better than she <laughs> should be for that. I am stunned by that. She did one of those, like, head scissors around the world, like DDTs on Rhea Ripley. And, yeah, a lot of that has to do with your partner. But it's still awesome. Yeah. And, and you know what? She missed a couple of moves here and there. She missed a couple of spots. But you know what? Like, one of them... She does this move where she's on the outside on the apron, and she hops over the ropes, and she actually lands on the second rope inside the ring, and then springboards off, right? First time she did it, kind of messed it up a little bit. Her and Rhea Rhea quickly adapted to that. Rhea threw a kick at her, started doing something. Casey countered and went for the move again. Like, they set it up naturally. It didn't look awkward or anything. It looked looked okay. Uh, Rhea gets the win. Casey, man... Again, less than a year. This girl's got superstar written all over her. She's tiny. Don't get me wrong. She's like five yeah. feet tall. She's little, but man, she is. She's she's gonna be like the Rey Mysterio of the women's division at this point. I, I, I kind of like the Flyers. That's why I kind of like Ember Moon. Is with that different style because not everybody has that style. And Carrie Sane. I don't know if that's gonna carry over right to the WWE yeah. when she gets there. But yeah. uh, but I like watching them. Uh, you had Lacey Lane defeating uh, Tainara Conti. She, they were two of the youngest people in the tournament. Uh, Lacey Lane, I believe, is the wife of Cedric Alexander, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but in any event, she's got kind of an Ember Moon vibe going to her. But she uh, has the match relatively shorter than some of the other ones, but still good. Both of them look very good. And Tainara came out looking really aggressive, which is something she's been missing uh, in her character. So that was fun to see. But uh, Lane getting the win there with a uh, crucifix uh, roll-up. A crucifix bomb, really. She swung her over. And uh, then you had in the main event, Mako, Mako Satamora versus Mar- Mercedes Martinez. And this is the match I was looking forward to the most because they are two very stiff <laughs> women as far as uh, their styles go. And go out of your way to watch this one. Just what a great match. What a great match. And I got to be honest, I thought Mercedes was going to go on. I thought for sure Mercedes was going to move on because Mako, well, I mean, she's a legend in women's wrestling from Japan and everything. I didn't think that they were going to have her go past Mercedes, who I think WWE would see more in long-term than Mako. I was wrong, man. Mako Satamora getting the win and moving on to the next round of the tournament. I was stunned by that. But you know what? Awesome, because I have loved watching her so far in this tournament. Seriously, go out of your way to watch that match if you don't get to watch anything else from this show. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Seriously, had a, had a really good time watching that show. Uh, NXT, the only big thing to talk about you know, from that episode, or the episode this week, was, man... There was some decent wrestling between Candice LeRae and uh, uh, Lacey Evans. Um, some good stuff there. Some good character work from Lacey and, and Candice there. Uh, better showing from the Forgotten Sons in a, basically another squash match. But really, the match that I was the most impressed with, uh, a lot of people think I'm going to say Johnny Gargano and Tony Nese. Good match. Yeah. Really good match, but not the one I was the most impressed with. But the main Mo- event? The main event, Lars Sullivan and EC3. I did not expect much from this. And they really surprised me. This was a violent, like, brawl between these two big guys. And as far as I'm concerned, EC3's best performance inside a WWE ring. So yeah. I, go out of your way to watch that if you can. Yeah, I have hopes for him because, I mean, obviously he was there before. And him coming back, I haven't been completely wild. I know he's had the, the match with uh, Velveteen Dream, right? And so, But I haven't seen anything that's really – so I'm, I'm going to go watch – I'm going to go out and watch this match because I, I, I didn't see these two shows this week. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. This isn't a five-star – um, uh, uh, you know, takeover match or anything like that. But it just it was better than I expected. There was good character work from both guys in there. This is the most baby face that EC3 has come across in the whole thing. And somebody described it perfectly as like EC3 was. It was like he was trying to fight the boss battle in a video game, 
and he made a valiant effort, bloodied in the whole nine yards, and he just couldn't take couldn't beat him. Well, the, the, yeah, it's watching a clip right now where the, he put him into the steps like three times, and Lars kept getting back up basically. And mm-hmm. you know, oh, and Lars, man, his back got ruined from <laughs> yeah, that. You can see it's all red. Oh my, it, it turns like three different colors <laughs> through the course of the match. It was ugly. Wow. So, uh, well, yeah. he, and he's one of my favorites because because he, he's impressed me. I think he's a like, great big man. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, because you know when because Vince loves the big man. But you when you get a big man that could do this stuff, yeah, that that to me, like, well, obviously Braun, because remember when Braun first came out, the scene people were like, "Well, I don't know about this guy." He was super and, green when he first yeah, came yeah. out, but I tell you what, the instant he broke away on his own and they started using him smartly, and he every chance he got, he knocked it out of the park. Yeah. So I mean, I think they're at a point now where it's not enough to just be big. You got to start performing. I, I, at a certain yeah, because man, we can go through the list of names and throughout the years of guys yeah. that are just. Uh, you know, and I get it with like the great Collie or whatever else. I mean, can, you know, not a great wrestler had 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 a presence of some sort because the dude was just sure. so dang big. <laughs> oh, he was incredibly huge, <laughs> and he still is. But thank yeah. you for not making us watch it anymore. Yeah, um, I was really worried when he came back during that Randy Orton Jinder Mahal feud. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, no, no, you can't do this to me. You can't <laughs> yeah. make me watch that again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, unless he's going to be like, a, he would have been a great bodyguard. Like the, to a degree, like, like to a certain raw, and at some point, you know, he gets gender fires him for whatever reason. But I mean, to a degree, but I, I just don't want to see any more of him. It looks, I'll be honest, I get sad watching him. Well, because it looks so painful. Yes, because it was a, he was in the greatest Royal Rumble, and I know yeah. he didn't last long in that. But it it just when he got thrown over, I, I just felt bad, like he's gonna blow out a knee. I dude, I felt horrible because it just seemed like he he was. It looks like everything he does is uncomfortable. Yeah. And that makes me feel terrible for him because I don't wish any ill will on the guy just because I don't like his wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. But. It's just, yeah. You just want these guys to be healthy, you know? Yeah. It's, it's tough because I, he's bigger than the big show, but like, how, you know, you're somebody that size. Like, how do, how do you deal with that? I guess, you know, your knees just hurt. I don't right. know. So uh, we'll move right along to uh, the stuff that Dave got to see this week <laughs> and uh, jump into Raw and SmackDown. Um, Raw, I mean, the biggest takeaway from the whole show was the Undertaker Triple H stuff, which I, you know, what's so funny is I remember thinking kind of, well, it's kind of cool when they, when they said they were going to add that match to the card, but I didn't really, not excited. And now here we are at the end of it. And I'm like, I I really want to see this match. Like this, I I logically in my head know it's probably not going to be an amazing match, but like the, the storytelling for this. The story times really good. Really, well, well, it's somebody like you know, there's people complaining. Well, you know, uh, they're taken away from the other guys. Uh, it's because people still care about these guys. Yeah, you for know, sure. They've been around a long time, and um, there's always a place for guys like this in wrestling, as yeah. far as guys who can still go and and can draw. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing: while they're on the card. The card is not comprised of it's not the rest of this card isn't somebody in t- Tommy Dreamer yeah. and and somebody and Mick Foley and somebody and you know and it's not the whole card isn't like this the whole card is essentially new talent yeah right with the exception of meeting at John Cena here or, you know what I mean it's, it's but but it's even essentially new talent key. right it's essentially new talent and these guys are just there I mean look they're in a new territory they want to guarantee they sell out the place yep the best way to do that give them names that they know they that. Give them something they're not going to get to see anywhere else. Yeah, because because if you tell me, hey, there's a show coming to town, Triple H, Triple H fighting the Undertaker, oh, yeah, well, maybe go, I may go check that out because this should be. Well, we thought we had the last time that they fought was the last time that they fought, but yeah, you know, now we got this. I I, I just if I just I don't know if it's going to lead to Shawn Michaels fighting the Undertaker because I'd rather see Shawn Michaels fight other people. Yeah, yeah, so would I. So that, would that, I. That's my concern with that. Uh, I do see though. After all this time, I do see Triple H winning. You know, it's funny, so do I. I see Triple H winning as well. 
Um, but the funny part about that is I see Triple H winning, and if that somehow leads to an Undertaker match with Shawn Michaels, then the logic there is it's like, okay, well, wait a minute, because Undertaker's not going to lose to Triple H and then also lose to Shawn Michaels. No, because no, Shawn's going to cost him the match, maybe. Maybe he'll get the Right, no, I get that, but something. I can't see Undertaker losing his last two matches on the way out the door if that's his last match. I could see him losing his last match. Yeah. Because that's what he's an old school dude and that's what they do. Yeah. But I can't see him losing his last two in a row. Because we thought when he lost to Roman Reigns that, that was it. We thought that was it. And we were wrong. Yeah, we were wrong, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. were wrong. But you know, but the law of re- reverse momentum because they close out this show with yeah. the you know, Brothers of Destruction coming out and Kane uh Mayor Kane coming out and uh Mayor Kane. <laughs> Mayor Kane, that's right. <laughs> Mayor Kane. <laughs> Uh, uh, I kind of wish Paul Bear was still alive for this. Uh. Through ballot boxes and uh, amendments, it's Kane. Oh, uh, Lord. Um, Bureaucracy. But let me tell you, the, the by the way, Shawn Michaels completely bald now. Yeah. Well, which is that, weird to see, <laughs> but it's off. completely understandable. It's completely understandable. He was going bald anyway. He's been fighting that Why battle fight for a yeah. while. Yeah. Why fight it anymore? He could have just went with the Triple H haircut. Just, I don't know that he could, they, though, they could because Ambrose, he, been Triple H's <laughs> didn't thin out on right on top. Yeah. It's just, you know, going back a little. Sean's was gone up top, essentially. Yeah. So, I mean, what was he going to do? Horseshoe it? It'll look terrible. It'll look like Hulk Hogan. And they already got one of them. Nobody needs another one. So, uh, but I mean, I, I, I think that's why I picked two in our, in our picks was I think yeah. I picked Triple H to, to win because of Sean Michaels, most likely. But uh, we'll see. But, well, I mean, Connor winning a match a second week in a row, you know, that's that's what's weird. On Raw, uh, you, know? you can't you can't force me to pretend like that matters. You yeah, can't. yeah. You, can't. you know, the, I, happy for the B team, but it was a meaningless match because you know it's more of an angle to set up the ALP. Right. Um, I'm just going to briefly mention this because I think people are blowing it out of proportion. The reaction that Elias and Kevin Owens got from the Seattle fans. It had nothing to do with them being great heels. Now they are great heels. Yeah, yeah. But stop, stop trying to blow smoke up my ass and tell me that it's because they're so good and WWE's overlooking them. No, if you listen, they made a very generic regional team joke. But it worked. It worked, and it worked yeah. fine, and I'm not knocking them for that. But we're going to go to the next place next week, and they're not going to get anything close to that reaction. No, no they, they won't. They, it could, any, any other place in the world, they could have made the exact same joke, and they have, and they don't get that reaction. It's just, it's just Seattle it's being just, a bunch of crybabies. Yeah, it, it, it just worked in Seattle. But and it, I'm glad it did, but just don't convince me that this is because they're off the charts. No, no, yeah. they're not. They're not, but uh, but I enjoyed the segment. Cause I did, too. Because I, I just laughed the whole time because the fact that you know, you're, you're trying to do your bit, yeah, and that you have to talk louder. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they loved it that they got yeah. that reaction, and it was great, and they handled it well. But again, just this next yeah. week, they're not going to get this reaction. No, but but you know, t- to their credit, they did a good job, and and the fact you know, Vince Friedman back them, yeah, and then um, yeah, but yeah, they won't get this next week. No, not a you chance. Know. But but I will say this: that it's been a long time. Any kind of heat like that. And it was generated by, by naturally. Now it wasn't like Roman Reigns getting booed out of the building at every pay per view. Right. This was you know people just going, ah, and then this and then they claimed on to it. So it was it was fun. I yeah. I, I laughed a lot. Uh, the rest of the show was centered around the Shield. And while I kind of enjoy the Dean Ambrose storytelling they're doing here, I a don't believe he's going to turn on them at Super Showdown. And b this had some of the dumbest logic I've ever heard in my life. Where he where Baron Corbin comes out and says. <laughs> He punishes Roman by saying that he's not going to have to defend his title until Crown Jewel. Yeah, I don't get that. How is that punishment, Baron? Like that? What? Like 
What? Like, I can't even wrap my brain around yeah. that. That was so stupid. Well, well, unless it was like, hey, I want to make sure Broad gets to face you at, at yeah. whatever. Like, I okay, say that, like, but you're going to wrestle all these guys to wear you down for the super show. Well, and what kills me is that, yeah, so you're something like that. Or he could have just not even said that line. He didn't yeah. need to. There was no reason to. All he had to do was come out and say, instead of saying, oh, you know, like make that line about that so that he can segue Dean versus Braun Strowman. He could have just come out and said, no, you know what? I'm going to make this choice for you right now. You're taking on Braun Strowman. It didn't have to be, you know what I mean? Or Braun could have said, yeah, give me give me the crazy little guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like that. It didn't have, you didn't need the line. And then when you delivered it, it was terrible. It made no sense. Now, the thing is, I enjoyed the Dean Ambrose part of the storytelling because he had the opportunity to challenge for the world title yeah. or the Intercontinental title. And you even mentioned that through yeah. the show, consistency. And later, when the show, yeah, exactly, when Seth's there <laughs> talking to him and he's like, I could be Intercontinental Champion right now, or I could be, you know what I mean? And he's hinting that he could have gone for either of their titles and like that there might be a little bit of jealousy there that he's the only one without a title belt. And I kind of like, it's good storytelling. You know, I, I do kind of enjoy that. What they're doing with him is good. Baron Corbin, not. Yeah, I, I kind of felt though like not that they like when this when they what's it two weeks ago they first started the storyline I felt I felt like they jumped the gun on this and could have waited a little while on the storyline. Well, line. see for me I don't feel like I don't think they have long term plans for the shield and depending on how long they plan on dragging this out, you know it could I mean well you got to remember the first time they broke up they teased Dean being the guy who would do it months before anything actually happened and yeah. then it turned out to not be Dean. Yeah, because he's, well, he's so, a lunatic. You just don't. I know mean, they could do. do that again, tease Dean for a little while, and then nothing happens, and then we all kind of forget about it, and then Dean turns on them. Yeah, because I think that I think it's like okay, I know they they want to plant the seed, which pretty much tells me a sign that obviously Roman's going to re- retain one way or another on the, you know, the Super Show. Uh, well, he's he's not defending the title there. It's a three oh, six man right, tag. Yeah, yeah. He's defending the title at Crown Jewel. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Shield's going to win. Yeah, at Super Showdown. I mean, we pretty much can guess that. Yeah. Um, only thanks, other ma- thanks for the correction. On that that's okay. Only other major thing from the show: Ronda Rousey took on Ruby Riot, which is actually a dec- pretty good match. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just I didn't love. I that. wish they they saved that match. I wish they'd saved it too, because Ruby actually got a lot of offense yeah. in, and yeah. she looked uh, good. Yeah, she was, yeah. And Ronda's amazing at selling. Yeah, she's r- way better at it than she has any right to be. Well, I I, I think. And, and maybe they're going to rematch down the road. I think because because of where Ruby's places right now. Because she when, it, when she's like the higher up yeah. name recognition, I think that's the only reason why like they had this match now. Because I, I mean, I agree. From now, but, you know, but here's my thing: is that damn, it it's the easiest way to build Ruby up is not to have her losing like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you've already given away this match now. Like, why not have the Riot Squad get inv- involved at the end to keep it from being clean finish? See, like what happened to those finishes? Because because you know, years ago, that's how you, you never oh my got God, to everything clean ended yeah. that way. There was yeah. too much of it, but now it's like they've pulled back so hard. That yeah. it, I don't know, I because don't know. you know, because we're gonna when we could talk about the show Super Showdown, uh, there's a lot of um, I think reverse momentum that's going to go on here, which is kind of where I'm going to pick some wins, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and with Ruby Wright losing here, kind of you know, makes me think of like what's really going to happen on the, the Super Showdown. Yeah, um, jumping over to SmackDown, uh, eh. um, I, I gotta was, be honest, SmackDown didn't wow me this week. Okay, Car- Carmella just obviously faced for no reason. Because um, she's with our truth. Yeah, and, and different hair color and different personality. Uh, yeah, maybe for our truth to be doing something. But I will say this: Carmella with reversal at the end was like I think one of the best moves. Like, like she's getting better. I'm not ready to say that yet. Um, <laughs> do it consistently, then I'll, then I'll say you're getting better. Uh, yeah, they had that match, and Almas and Vega are being wasted in a lower mid card feud yet again. And I'm like, why is this happening. Almas should have been brought in as a title threat. 
and now he feels so far removed from the title. He, I mean, essentially, the dude feels like he's at no way Jose status. Like I don't care about I, him at all. I think it's above that. I, I, How he's lost to everybody. He he just lost to r Truth and Carmella. <laughs> like you can't tell me he's anywhere near anything else. Like r Truth is a dude who's a not on TV ninety percent of the time, and b is a jobber to the stars. So you're losing to him. You're not doing real well. I, I it's weird that he's winning. It's just, you know, he beat the Miz, and, and then I thought, oh, okay, I, it's a flash in the pan thing again, and now here he is, you know, winning. They'll force us to buy a title match with him. <laughs> the cooking soon. show segment was dumb. Um, it was dumb. It was dumb. Uh, the Orton, okay, Orton's heel, like, you know, doing the Healy. Yeah. That, you know, I get that. I don't mind time. that. I didn't no, mind it. No, because you know what? Because it, it's it's cringing. It's just yeah. like the screwdriver. And, and, and now you got the, because you don't see the it's finger. It's not as great a visual as the screwdriver no, but, was, but, but, but it still but, works. But it's implied and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know what they could see on the screen at, at the venue. But definitely, you know, you're like, oh, crap. Because you know, you're watching the movie and somebody's fingers goes into something. Yeah. Immediately you go, okay, I'm more uh, comfortable uh, here. Uh, yeah. No, I understand completely. You know, okay, so they cut off the video too soon in the in English thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate that so much. I hate that so much. Like, I thought there might be some. Like, a lot of people be like, no, there's more. There's more. Yeah, and, like, you know. why didn't she say that? And then one thing I can't stand on this planet is for the baby faces to be the only people stupid enough to buy things like that. Yeah. Because nobody believes that, that she didn't immediately follow that sentence up. Like, I want you to stay away from Rusev. Yeah. Or I want you to quit Rusev Day. Or I want you to stay out of our way. Yeah. Like, she th- clearly, the way she said it, that was not what she was saying. They made her look so dumb. Yeah. Because this segment and the other time when... when and uh, Rusev looks well, dumb yeah. <laughs> for falling for this. He should have been like, Really? Like, really? That's that's what you're going to show me? Yeah. A video that you conveniently clipped right there? Like, I mean, come on, man. Um, it's just any... any uh, uh, I just hate it, is, yeah, what I, yeah. is what I do, Dave. Um, yeah, it's bad. Uh, I, I thought that, that it, it was... SmackDown's been the better show for a while, but the segments were just not I good was this prepared week. to be disappointed by whatever evidence they brought up, <laughs> but... Man, I thought they were going to do a better job than that. Yeah. Like, it's literally like they're like, how do we do this? And somebody's like, ah. But, but, but it's funny where they cut it. They could have gone so many different directions with that. Right. So, like, right. oh, that's all I can show you because you want to know what happens. And, and well, then, my thing is, why couldn't you, like, if you're going to do that, if you're going to cut it, yeah. why not at least have a logical reason for why the video cut? Like, yeah. have some other girl who's now going to team with Aiden or something like that yeah. come out immediately, like, at that part and just be like, whoa, stop the tape. What? You know, and be like, be like, Lana, you should be ashamed of yourself. Blah blah. Rusev, how can you trust her? And be like, that's you know, that's, and she, that's, that's very smart. I'm, right. I, 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 you know what? what Something what, like what, that. What's, what's fine? Uh, who's on the roster? It's not doing anything at SmackDown. Yeah. And and put him in that role. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, who, I mean, who do they got? No, really, they could have used the Iconics or something for that. They could. That well, would have been fine. Yeah, but they are a few. Oh my God! Could you imagine Aiden introducing the Iconics? <laughs> like you loved the Rusev Day thing so much. Can you imagine what he'd come up with yeah. for the Iconics? That'd be great. At least for you know that prospect. But, 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 I, I, but they, yeah, well, well, Peyton and uh, and uh, the other girls got uh, Oscar. Yeah, but they got him for th- this week, and then they're done. Yeah. Um, now, now, now we got to find a. Uh, what could have been like not Nia Jax? Uh, no, not Nia no. Jax. Uh, who's the other girl that not doing I don't anything? Know. Um, oh, it's uh, Jimmy Snuka's uh, daughter. I don't know if she even still actively wrestles for them. I have no idea at this point. I feel like she might. I feel like she might be done. I'm going through the roster to see if there's she might a- still be on there, but I mean, yeah. I don't know if they're going to use her. For anything. <laughs> well, they're not going to put Dana Brooke on SmackDown, but that would be kind no. of funny. Um, no, boy, I, I really don't see anybody thinking because uh, like Jodo doesn't wrestle. I think the Iconics could have worked, yeah. and I think it would actually work to have Aiden as their hype man. I think that would actually benefit both of them. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, on the show, yeah, Daniel Bryan versus Shelton Benjamin. 
Hey, good on Shelton Benjamin. Good match, and uh, Shelton Benjamin getting a win. Yeah. And I hope this continues. I hope that next week we don't see him give that win back, you know, just because <sighs> we have to don't. We have to do that. Tradesies. Um, that's my hope, anyway, because Shelton yeah. looks good, and I'd like Shelton to get yeah. a real honest-to-God chance. No, to me, but nobody would care if it was here. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew you meant to me. And you had Asuka beating Peyton Royce, but yeah. I'm not even going to talk about that. No, but you know, you did Charlotte and Becky, and people still building Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not going to stop. It's never going to stop. I don't know why we're fighting it so hard. Well, I, I get it last week when like Becky fought Lana, or you know, because it's like you know, but Lana got in a lot of offense, so I was kind of surprised. But. Yeah, well, yeah, I it's I don't know, it's just it seems silly to me. Yeah, I don't right, know. Super pro- showdown. Frustrated by that. Yeah, super showdown. Um, all right, super uh, house show. Let's see. Uh, yeah. So uh, all right, right. So run through and make your picks real quick. All right. So, so okay. So we. Well, actually, you know what? Can you swing the screen my way? Yeah. Because it, if you're just going to talk to yourself and say these things, it's kind of boring. Because <laughs> I've already made my picks, I, I, so I I'll read them to you talk. here. I'll read them to you. Here. All right. And we'll do them in like the order, just a weird order they have them in on here. It's okay. Odd. Um. Okay. We're going to start with Becky Lynch, the reigning SmackDown Women's Champion, versus Charlotte Flair. Which way is that going, Dave? Well, because well, they, they just finished SmackDown with mm-hmm. that segment and stuff. Which hey, I'm kind of glad that they got to close out the show, but yeah. because Charlotte. Got up, uh, one up on on Becky. Uh, Becky's going to retain here. You're using the law of reverse momentum. Yeah, and okay. the fact that she's on fire right now. She is on fire right she now. She is probably the hottest SmackDown star that they have right now. Uh, maybe it's entirely possible. Yeah. Um, up next, Oscar and Naomi versus the Iconics. Uh, yeah, man, I like to see you know the Iconics win this match, and I know, but I'm not going to reverse momentum here. Keep the Oscar one. I think Oscar and Naomi. Man, as much as the Iconics need the win here, I don't think it hurts them if they lose this match. So I'm going to go with Asuka and Naomi. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, the New Day versus Cesaro and Sheamus uh, trying to defend their SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, by the way, congratulations to Kofi Kingston. Uh, what, did he turn 90? No, but he's now the longest reigning champion of Tag Team Reigns. Oh, wow. So he, right, he passed. Uh, he's a, uh, well, you know, when Cody. you wrestle into your 60s, it's, it's easy <laughs> to do that, you know. I don't think, I don't think that dude's <laughs> even 40 yet. Uh, I don't know how old he is, but he's been around forever. Like, um, there was a joke when they did the, what was the table for three or something yeah. like that, where, <laughs> was it E or somebody, or, or Xavier, one of them said, like, I remember watching you in high school or something <laughs> like that, and he got all mad about it. They've been around for, like, 11, 12 years in the WWE. Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to this match. I think it should be good. I hope they get time. Right. I want them to have time, because the bar, for whatever reason, has not been made to look right. Um. And I, and I kind of want more of this. So I, I do see the bar winning the match, but I do see some matches down the road because the tag team scene at SmackDown, that is the one thing that's kind of weak right now. Right. Nope. Understood. So I'm going with the bar. Yep. Uh, Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy. Cedric trying to defend the Cruiserweight Championship. Cedric's been great, but Buddy Murphy. Buddy uh, Murphy. Buddy Murphy. What an untapped yeah, yeah. Uh, gem Let them. Please give these guys time. Please let them have like, like 12 to 15 minutes and just let them do their thing. I'm going Buddy Murphy on this. Oh. Cedric, Cedric's been a great champion. And put on some good matches, but uh, Buddy's just, um, you know, the whole storyline and getting down to the weight and everything else. No, nah, I'm Buddy. Go with Buddy in this. Uh, okay. AJ Styles defending the WWE Championship in a no disqualification, no count out match. I thought those, whatever. Yeah. Um, Against Samoa Joe. See, yeah, this should have a different stipulation on it. We talked about that. Yeah. I, I am so torn on this because I, I got to feel like Samoa Joe's going to win at some point. But I think you and I had a, like a hallway conversation yesterday. Okay, uh, wh- where did where did AJ win the title? Was it in Europe last year or in England? That's a great question that I don't remember the answer when to. He, when he beat Jinder Mahal, because remember because we didn't see that coming, and then he you know ended up fighting you know Brock Lesnar pay per view. So I think they're going to tout the fact that you know 
only like the women's championship has like changed hands, you know, in Australia or whatever. So I think I kind of really hate to pick Samoa Joe, but I think it's his time. But I'll be happy for him to win, and I hope that You're picking uh, a lot of title changes on a network special. I know, I know. I just want to point that out. Like, I know, I, I probably shouldn't. I'm uh, probably I think he beat back. him at Clash of Champions. No, wait, that was a rematch. So what was? Well, the last pay per view. That's where Samoa Joe had him. In no, the, no, no. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out where AJ won the title. Oh, it's a SmackDown show. Was it? Well, yeah. yeah I'm just trying to figure out which one because he he beat him in a rematch at Clash of Champions. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, was, it was in England, I want to say. It was like, this is the first time the, U- the WWE Championship changed hands in, I don't out of the United States. Uh, was that true? Is that what happened? Are you, are you lying to me? No, I'm not lying. I first time know. in England or Europe. The only thing that comes up is uh, Clash of Champions when I look up, when I try to find that, which okay. is weird. I yeah. don't know why. It's, it's I don't know. Yeah, in any event. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that is a lot, though. All right. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I'm not, not going to pick the New Day. But. <laughs> right, whatever. But. I, but, but yeah. Pick whatever you want, Dave. Uh, Samoa, Samoa Joe for that reason, for the historic reasons. But dang, like AJ Styles has been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it's personal. The fact that they made this feud so personal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the Bella Twins and Ronda Rousey versus the Riot Squad, and I'm not sure if that match is gonna have to. It's gonna have to change. Liv Morgan was diagnosed with a concussion. There's yeah. no way they can let her wrestle. Yeah, I mean she's so, been at, she's been at ringside. Well, she's uh, been she's you know. been uh, cleared to appear. She just yeah. can't get physically involved. That's why when Ruby was facing um, Ronda, yeah, Ronda. She like she got up on the apron or something like that, but ran away immediately because she's not allowed to get involved. She's not allowed to get. Physical. Well, I, I wonder if like this will be a short match or the, yeah. it deserves to be longer, or maybe they do something where like say they attack, like say they attack Ronda, and they go, okay, you know what? It has they to be pull ten. the old they pull the old NWO thing where the three of them are standing out there and only Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot come out and the <laughs> announcers are going, "Who is the third woman? <laughs> Who is the third? And all of a sudden, uh, y- you hear I don't know uh, Natalia's music hit or something yeah. like that. At, and they're like, oh, oh, like, or I don't know, something. Or like one of the Bella twins attacks Rhonda and leaves her laying or something. I mean, they've been teasing that uh, Nikki uh, Bella versus uh, Ronda uh, Rousey it's, it's thing. It's coming. Uh, the Bellas and Ronda, there's no reason why they shouldn't win this match. I, the only reason I'd say otherwise is just if they're going to set up something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they're, if they're going to set up Nikki Bella and Ronda, then maybe Nikki somehow costs Ronda the match um, because that would make it personal if it would, Nikki yeah. A attacks her and betrays her and B costs Ronda. You know the title, or the not title, the, 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 the match, or, yeah. cost her her first loss in the WWE. Or unless they do something where the fact that like after the match, it's like, hey, you really hogged the spotlight on this. It's like that uh, could happen too. You know, I can entirely. So I, see I would that. see that, but I don't see the Bellas and. Um, yeah, but they've been sloppy coming back. They, they need Nikki to... hadn't been as bad. Bree yeah. is rough. <laughs> Bree is rusty. Yeah. We had a conversation about this last week, and Bree is absolutely rusty. But I mean, all the the pros that I've heard talk out about. Um, the injury to Liv Morgan, yeah. have pretty much all said the same thing. I, that's not really. It's on both of them. Yeah, it is because you, you, you lean too forward into a shot and. Yeah, and I mean, and I mean, I, I think I was Bully Ray, uh, Brother Ray, Bubba yeah. Ray, whatever you want to call him, um, described it the best because he said that it's when ring rust meets inexperience. Yeah, and he's right, you know. So uh, it's a bummer. Uh, I, I do think the level of vitriol and hate for Brie Bella has been. Ridiculous, yeah. Though. Well, because of who she is, because but the Bella's but nonsense. Brie Bella has never given anybody a reason to dislike her. Yeah, ever. Yeah. No, well, but they get a lot of heat because of whatever reason. But you know, but, but these are girls that changed the style because yeah, they they yeah. were they were they were the crappy era. They were, I mean, yes, they were part of that crappy era, but they were there for the forefront of of it changing yeah. into the women's evolution. So, calm the hell down. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I I'm, I think I'm with you there. Um, okay, so The Shield, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. I'm sorry, this is the most predictable one of the night. 
Shield's got to win this one. Yeah, Shield, Shield's winning this one. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz to determine the number one contender for the WWE Championship. See, this says a lot of, you know, because if The Miz wins, there's no way that Samoa Joe is winning the title. Mm-hmm. And, and but if they, but if Daniel Bryan wins, so then the thing is, what do you do? Do you where do you put this match on the card? Then my I think I think for me it goes like this: if Daniel Bryan wins, you put the match earlier in the night because that's up in the air. Could be Daniel, could be Samoa Joe, could be AJ Styles. You're gonna get money either way. <laughs> if it's gonna be the Miz who wins, um, then I think you put this match on maybe a little later in the night, simply because. You know already who's going to win the world yeah. title match, so why don't we get that one out of the way first or something like that and hope the drama of – I don't know. But I, I definitely think if the if Daniel Bryan's going to win, this needs to be on early. Yeah. Although, you know, the misfighting Samoa Joe would Oh, be I'd enjoy the hell out of it. <laughs> I'd enjoy the Samoa, hell out of it. Samoa Joe be like, hey, look, I just got personal with uh, with AJ yeah. Styles, your wife or whatever else. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that she's there and yeah. Russell's or whatever else – Man, I'd love to see Samoa Joe like show up on Mrs. Movie Set or something like that when he's making a movie. Because he just doesn't give a damn. Yeah, which I like. <laughs> like have him pull some Austin stuff. He shows up on the movie set. Miz is in a trailer. You, you know, he gets a he gets yeah. a forklift and tips the trailer over or something like that. It's like him and Becky Lynch have like the most like stone cold personalities mm-hmm. of of like you know because because you think of like Samoa Joe going to, you know going to AJ's house. You think of like yeah. Steve Austin going to Brian Pillman's house. A little house. bit. A little bit. I, it's a little creepier than that, but yeah. it's it's a similar idea. This is more like Randy Orton. Showing up uh, at the at, like when he was going after our, McMahon's or something. Oh, or when Triple H came to Orton's house. And yeah, 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 yeah. That too. That, was, that too. Well, but that. Rem- but see, what's funny is the way that was booked. That was more like um, Austin and Pillman than anything yeah. else. But thankfully, nobody had a gut in that second. No, no. Um, God, this is the toughest one for me to pick. I think it's the placement of the card early in the show. Yeah, it's Daniel Bryan later. Well, pick somebody, somebody, Dave. I'm gonna go with the Miss. All right, all right. Dave wants to be wrong. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Bobby Lashley and John Cena versus Elias Kevin Owens. This is the second easiest match to pick. Yeah, there's no way Cena is going to lose at this event. So yeah, there's just there's no reason for him to. No, no. Let it be. It's going to be entertaining. It's not going to be great wrestling, but it'll be. Entertaining. I wonder if we can set up John Cena and Bobby Lashley in this because that I, would be. I, I'd, that'd I'd be, be fine with that. Yeah. Bobby needs to rub from somebody. He needs to rub from somebody, and he needs to be a heel. He just needs to be. Stop with this nonsense of hey, making him Leo, a good guy. Leo Rush can 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 heal the heck out of. That's him. what I'm saying. Let him. Yeah, it, it, but you know, it, but I I love how they're establishing Leo. Yeah. Because Elias had the the, the great line you know t- two weeks ago saying, "Hey, uh, we got a lost child here or whatever." It was. See, I don't <laughs> like that because Leo is one of the 205 live stars, and I don't like the idea of the guys in the main roster looking at them as less than. That's part I, of the problem I have with the booking of cruiserweights. I, 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 I get that. If if they keep Leo out of the wrestling aspect, they have him like a Jimmy Hart size kind of guy. If they do, that's great, but they I don't think they're going to. You don't hire Leo Rush to not let the guy wrestle. That doesn't happen. No. So, he, he could throw now a little bit. Obviously he's so over. I just I, I don't I don't I don't love that. I it, it bothers me that I mean he's one of the only guys on the main roster right now from two oh five live. And he's treated like a child. You know, uh, the one thing that, okay, it was funny, but the thing that bothered me with that, as, as much as I entertain it, it's like, well, they can go with this, yeah. is that him being a face and Elias had the better line. Yeah. Because had the roles been reversed yeah. and Leo's the heel, it's gold. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so that leads us to what I'm assuming will be the main event of the evening, which will be Triple H with Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker with Kane. I don't I see. I, I know they got a list as such. And they've been presenting it as like the main event. Yeah, it's gonna. I think it's gonna bother me if it closes the show. But, I won't care. Uh, I don't think it's. It's not gonna be a classic. Here's if my you thing. Will. Here's my thing. 
it was either going to be this or the Shield match. I'd rather it be this. If it's not going to be one of the world title yeah, matches, yeah. Uh, or if it's not going to be the WWE Championship match, then it needs to be this one. This is the one with the most heat behind it. Um, I, I, th- I think Triple H wins this because of all the craziness on the outside with uh, Kane and, and yeah, Shawn Michaels. I think you know Triple H finally beats the Undertaker. Which And I mean, people can stink on that all day long about, oh, of course Triple H won, blah, 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 blah. It oh. will be in service to telling a larger story. Yeah. And if you don't think that The Undertaker, of all people, has the ability to go, <laughs> no, we're not doing that, then you clearly don't understand his position in that company. Yeah. Um, yeah. If Undertaker loses to Triple H, he's fine with it. Th- this is the one time where they have long-term booking, booking in place. Oh, my God, don't they? <laughs> it's, it's like, I mean, they, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, as long-term <laughs> as it gets. Yeah, I mean, because they, they know where they're going with this. So yeah. Triple H is winning this match because of Shawn Michaels. I, I just wish Sean was going to fight somebody else, but it is going to be what it's going to be. We'll see what happens. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, you can imagine, hey, Daniel Bryan comes to, hey, what are you doing to The Undertaker? <laughs> Not going to happen, but. So that's it. That's episode 68 and a half this week. Uh, next week will be episode 69. Yeah. Yeah. Would we'll, 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 you want to, I guess, maybe review it early in the week? Yeah, we'll try to do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll try to we'll try to get the review done earlier in the week. Um just because uh, it's yeah. easier to get it done then, so we can talk about the rest of the week yeah. later in the yeah, week. Man, people got to get up early to watch this one. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not. I, I have it's an event, on, a, so it's I, on I, at 5 a.m. Eastern I, I Standard. I can't watch until later. Yeah, I'm not watching it because <laughs> I've got to – I'm going to be gone tonight, and then I'm going to be up early – not early, but I'm going to be up in the morning because I have to drive four hours away to MC a wedding, and then I have to drive four hours back after said wedding. I ain't watching it live. There's a chance I might watch it while we're on the way up there or yeah. something, but I'm not watching that live. So we'll see what happens. But regardless, uh, yeah, so hopefully we get together on Monday or something like that, Monday or yeah. Tuesday, and we can get Janice to come in and talk with us again. HR in here for episode 69. Yeah! Because that's how we do. Hey, wait a minute. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave didn't catch on. I booked this without his permission. Episode 68 and a half done until next week. Remember to – oh, wait. i got to remind you. All the major podcast apps, search ESPR. Of course, you can find us on Facebook.com slash ESPR99, Twitter at ESPR99. Yes, give us a five-star rating and review, please, on all platforms. And um, you can email us at ESPR at FM99.com. So, again, now, until next week, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast. And, you know, if it's not too much trouble, if you feel like you're up to it, if you could possibly repeat.